Hey everybody, Mark here. I am uh, taking over today for Charlie on the Cultivate podcast, and I've got Lauren here with me. We're going to talk a little bit about our new Grove Groups initiative and some uh, some questions that we felt like needed to be answered. All right, Mark. Hey. You excited to talk about Grove Groups? I am. I'm, I'm excited about some Grove Groups altogether, whether <laughs> we're talking about them, whether we're involved in them, whatever we get going. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so... First question, in addition to our small group ministry, we recently started a new community-focused initiative called Grove Groups. Tell me a little bit about the background and the reasoning behind this decision. Cool. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, the simplest way to think about it is that we just started to look at things in truth. The, The church is about people being together and doing life together, but in reality, it just doesn't happen very often. It doesn't happen out there. It doesn't happen in the way that it could or should at the Grove. And if you just look at it in truth, and I think the last few years have really revealed that, it's just, it's just something that we can, we can and we must do much better. We know that the church is not an event, mm-hmm. that, it's, that we're a family, but you know, it, it, it really kind of ends up looking like an event. You know, you go, you sit, you're a part of something, you leave. And more, I think, than we even realize, people aren't really interacting with one another. They're not getting to know anyone. They're just like you would go to a concert and then you would leave and you would be with your people. They go to an event and then they leave. And that's cultural. I mean, it's part of just uh, what churches look like. I know for me growing up, that's, that's what it was. I mean, it was rare that we did something that we interacted with other people. Uh, the, the little small church I grew up in, they had a, a fellowship hall called the Grace Place. Oh, nice. And we did have Wednesday night dinner together. And I think most of the interaction I had with people happened on those Wednesday nights at the Grace Place. Mm-hmm. We had our, our wedding reception at the Grace Place. I'm, I'm having <laughs> flashbacks. But um, yeah, I mean, in the, in the people that were at our wedding reception, Terry and I got married after our sophomore year in college. And it was all those people that I met on those Wednesday night dinners mm-hmm. at the church, you know. But when that's not in place and there's not these natural things for us to interact, then Sunday morning just really does become an event. And so we're, we're not really doing life together. And so, you know, in sermons, and I think we all kind of know that the expectation of Jesus and the picture of, of what it means is more than that. And everybody will say amen and agree. But in practice, <laughs> I'm just convicted that it's time for us to actually do it and not just give it a head nod and not just. And so, so this initiative is really about that. How do we not just talk about it, but how do we make a step to actually do something about it? And I think at the very simplest, and this may seem way too simplistic, but it just means everyone knowing somebody. I mean, it really is. And that, and that seems like that's no big deal. If you know people, <laughs> if you've got your people and you're doing life with people, then that doesn't seem like, oh yeah, well, that, of course. But you may not realize how many people don't have someone or that they've got people, but they don't have people at church. On Sundays, they don't have their people. And that's just, at, at its simplest, that's what we're trying to do is make sure that everyone has someone. You know, one of the things I realized about a year ago is that we don't even, and by we, I mean like the church staff Mm -hmm. and leader, like we don't even know everyone that's out there Mm -hmm. because we, you know, we're a church, we don't take role or we don't, you know, there's, 
we don't want to be real forceful to try to get people's information from them or anything like that. But in in turn, if no one ever raises their hand and says, hey, I'm, I'm here, then we don't know. And so we didn't even really know post-COVID who's, who's, who in their own mind and heart is saying that the Grove is their church. And so one of the first steps that, that we had to take to take this seriously was just to do that, um, that you belong questionnaire that we did, right. which by the way, it's still out there. So if anybody's listening and they want to, uh, they didn't fill it out and want to, you can still do that and be connected and be a part of this. But one of the things that I found out and that, that questionnaire is just real simple, just asking a few questions about, Hey, are you are, you are, you are raising your hand and saying that you want to be a part of this community. You know, where do you live? What's your season of life? you know, ages of your children, when, when, when are, would you be available to connect? Things like that. One of the questions on there was who else in the church do you know? And Lauren, I was, I mean, I was shocked. It's one of the things that just, that was, that step of doing the questionnaire was just trying to, to find out who was there. Right. But then I'm looking at these answers and I mean, most of them, the vast majority knew no one mm. or only one or two people. and. And that's just not, it's not okay. Agreed, yeah. Um, and so it feels like, man, we got to do something. We got to do something about that. And there may be other ways. So, you know, we can talk about exactly what this is looking like. And there may be other ways or there may have been a better way. <laughs> and mm-hmm. if there is, we'll adjust and do that. But I just knew and, and church leadership uh, recognized that doing nothing was just not an option. We we're going to have to do something. And so this is our step to try to do something. Right. To make sure that everyone knows someone. Yeah. So, you know, thinking about Grove groups, and then we know we currently have small groups. Why did we start something new rather than doing it in our existing small group ministry? Yeah, uh, it's a great question. Obvious question, because we've, we've had small groups forever. And a lot of people, you know, have great com- community and connection in those mm-hmm. groups. And they do a lot of really neat things. You know, one of the things I think if you've been a part of a small group culture and you've, you've been in a small group and had a good experience that may be just easy to miss is that a small group, moving into a small group, stepping into a small group is a pretty big first step. I mean, it's like, like graduate classes mm-hmm. <laughs> because you think about it. I mean, maybe if you don't know the people and you're walking into somebody's home, that can be awkward. You're studying the Bible. And maybe you don't feel confident in having a conversation about the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and these people seem like they all, whether they do or not, you feel like maybe they know more than you and you, that can be awkward. It's really pretty often, you know, our groups are weekly or every other week. And, and that's, that's a lot to mm-hmm. put on your schedule. And so while it doesn't feel like maybe that's a huge step, it really is. It really is a big step for someone to take. And so if your first step to get into community, so if Sunday morning just feels like an event that you attend, and your first step to get community is to t- step into this pretty, pretty intense group, then it just felt to us like if we were going to make that step, it needed to be the, like, if that's graduate classes, then we just needed like church 101. <laughs> like even, you know, at the very base level, hey, I want to be a part of this community and I just need to know some people mm-hmm. before I can group up and start to study the Bible together and start to meet more often. I just need to know some people. And so... While small groups are a huge part of what we do and always will be, it felt like we need like a a first step before we get to the second step. Right. 
So you've talked before about the concepts of care versus challenge. And so do you, when we're talking about those concepts that Grove groups fall more in the care category while small groups would fall more in the challenge category? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, because it's just at a base level, anybody that's connected to the Grove or connected to any church, I mean, one of the main things, first things we need to take care of is to make sure that they're they're cared for, Mm -hmm. that the, the big things in life that they face, that it's just knowing and being knowing well enough to know that there's things going on that we can help with, that we can support, that we can be praying for. And of course, care and challenge, they definitely work together. Mm-hmm. But it feels like this first step one, this baby step is just, hey, you can't really challenge <laughs> until you know somebody. You can't really care until you know somebody. So this is uh, Grove Groups is really a focused on the care piece. Awesome. So how did you go about deciding who was matched up with who and how to form these groups? Yeah, uh, this, <laughs> it's, it's funny because, um, yeah, if, if you fill out that questionnaire and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, hey, Mark just put me with a bunch of people. You, right. get, you get my email. I've gotten some, uh, some funny responses to that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I really did hold pretty tightly to those questionnaires mm-hmm. to gain the info of both who filled them out and who didn't. I mean, if you, if you didn't fill it out, then I, I didn't make a priority of it because I didn't know if maybe you didn't want to. But mm-hmm. the people who did, I wanted to make sure that they were connected. And the info that you gave me there, I've gotten this, this question, kind of a side, side note. Hey, why did you use that email and not my other email? <laughs> or why did you, you know, like you've, you've got my husband's name, but you don't have my name. Mm-hmm. And all of that is totally, you know, what you gave us on the questionnaire. Okay. So I asked for one family email. Some people did give me both names. Some people just gave me one name. And so I used, I used that information. And then, you know, I started looking at the, the ties that made sense. So, you know, folks with kids that are the same age or in the same season of life or live in the same area with the same hobbies and things that they're interested in. Another thing, you know, I, I know quite, a, and there's a lot of folks in those names that I don't know, right. but I also do know a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And some of those people I'm like, Hey man, I know, I know this couple mm-hmm. and I know that couple. And when I ask this couple, if they know that couple, they're like, no, I don't have any idea who you're talking about. Even though both <laughs> couples have gone to the church for, you know, five years, which is the reason why this is so critical. But I know both couples and I'm like, man, you guys, y'all would have a blast together. Like, like if, if you knew each other, you would probably be best friends. Mm-hmm. And so those different connections, and there were quite a few of them. I just started putting those people together. And it's been fun too, talking to people about that and being like, hey, let me describe the person that's on your list that you don't know. And then when I start describing, this is why I think you would be friends and it would work. They were like, oh yeah, I want to reach out to them tomorrow. And those, those things have, have ended really well so far. They've been working. So it's the people that just should know one another. And then I also purposely look for people who, like if you do have connection already, mm-hmm. And I know you are connected in a small group or in a, in a deeper way at the Grove and you've got your people. I purposely then paired you with someone who didn't have that. And so each group has a little bit of, of people who do already connect, are already connected and some people who don't. And so they can help one another. Didn't want to just pair people all together who already have it. Right. <laughs> and then I also like if there's just a whole group of new people that's difficult too, because maybe they don't know their way around that uh, mm-hmm. thing. So I tried to put those two things together. So a little bit of, of both of those. Yeah. Hey, these are people you should know. And here's some people you should know that are new. And here's some people you should know that have been around for a while. Cool. 
So with Grove Groups, this initiative feels a little bit different than most things at our church because it wasn't necessarily like one Sunday we had this big rally. Here's what we're doing. It was kind of just assumed we'd go along with it. So why was this more of an (laughs) expectation than an invitation to join this? Yeah, which is another another huge question that I've gotten. And and for me, you know, that that awkwardness Mm -hmm. of, hey, we're not we're not asking. Uh, we're assuming mm-hmm. that's that's a big jump, and it really is. Churches don't do that, and especially at the Grove, it's not something that we do because it's not comfortable, and because churches, I mean, it's it's voluntary, and it's it is. I've I've, I've told a few folks that it's real important to keep in mind that um, I mean, it is voluntary, mm-hmm. and we're adults, and it's not like I mean, you can do whatever you want to do if you <laughs> if you don't want to participate. It's not like like what power do I really have to be? Hey, you have to do this, or mm-hmm. you know your foots, your feet are held to the fire. At the same time, I'm assuming that everyone recognizes that this is what Jesus wants from us, and they're coming to church because they want to be a part of connecting with other people, even though it's awkward. And it's that awkward piece that it never. We never seem to get past. And when I say we, I'm, I don't just mean the Grove. I just mean the churches and groups that I've been a part of and communities I've been a part of in the past. Everyone knows that this is really important and it would be beautiful if it just happened organically. But with everyone being so busy and with that awkwardness of meeting someone new, it, it just, it seems like it never, it never does. And so it's always the same problem. Everyone, you know, gives it lip service but we don't actually do it. And so it felt like this needed, it's like a campfire that needed some, uh, some lighter fluid. <laughs> like we were going to have to, to push us a bit. And that push is a little bit uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to me because I don't, I don't but, but it felt like that's what was needed to make the assumption and jump past the invitation straight into the expectation. This is just, this is what we're going to do. This is, we're committed to it. And even if it's uncomfortable at first, we're committed to it. And so we're going to press through to the good stuff. Yeah. Because it seems like we never get to the good stuff because we always stop short of that. Right. And like I was saying earlier, I mean, I think uh, a year from now, six months from now, now already there's already some really cool stories. There are going to be some families that are tight, mm-hmm. that are caring for one another, that never would have met it, one another if we hadn't just pressed it. <laughs> right. You know, because life just doesn't, it doesn't give us that. The, the people you know, you had some kind of crossover your kids played a sport together. There was something for a season that crossed your paths. And if, you know, if Little League Baseball can do that, then we can do it. We we can just say, hey, you have, you know, uh, so. I think it can be really overwhelming, you know, like on a Sunday morning where, you know, introduce yourself to somebody and everything. You just kind of look over this large room or in the lobby and it's, well, I need to go, you know, welcome new people and everything. But when you're given a, a, a target, these are the people that I, I'm needing to reach out. That's kind of my challenge. I think it becomes a little bit more focused. And then it's, you know, if you do have some of that social anxiety that goes, man, this is really awkward, but it's like, just take a breath. And we're looking at one couple or one person right. rather than you need to find the whole church and know everyone in the church. And right. it's like, you know, it's a challenge to know this group and then trust that the other people in your congregation have it covered in their areas too. Right. Which is just makes it way more tangible. Much more doable. <laughs> and also these groups likely, I mean, there may be a group or two that's not like this, but likely you already know 
of the people in the group, you know more than half because I, I did that on purpose. I mean, there's, sure. there's people that you're already connected to. So it's really not even like five people or, I mean, it's, it's just a few. And you're right. If we all, if we all take that seriously, then everyone gets cared for, you know? That's huge. So I'm currently in a small group and I have my close group of people that I do life with at the Grove. This seems like just one more thing, more additional things that I have to go to. It's kind of needed for me. Why would I be involved? Great, great question. First of all, I mean, if you, if you are, which I know you are, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's awesome. I mean, good for you. <laughs> and, it's, and it's something that, you know, here Thanksgiving's around the corner, man. There's something right. that we, like you, we don't realize how thankful you should be for that. How, how many people can't say that mm-hmm. and don't mm-hmm. have that. I just think it's something that we take for granted. We don't realize how special that is, that you have it. And I think when you put that up next to somebody who doesn't have it, and you have conversations with somebody who really is alone and who really wants it, but doesn't know how to, how to start that, how to ever you know, get going, then you realize how special what you have is. <laughs> and I think it's just something that a lot of us have, have for, that have it, have taken for granted and have forgotten what it feels like to be lonely and not to have it, or what it feels like to move to a new town and not know anybody or walk into a new church and not how awkward and daunting that is to, to ever get started. And so, yeah, I mean, those who have it, when we should be excited about mm-hmm. trying to give that to those who, who don't, but you know, if we, if we get real about it, you know, that that's, it's, it's difficult and it feels like it's a, it's a added thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, do we, do we have space? Do we have an empty chair at the table for the person who doesn't have it in our life? Um, which is challenging. Um, but, and I know it's a challenge to look at yourself in the mirror and say, do, do I have an open chair at the table? Mm-hmm. But we, you know, outside the church, we've, uh, we've painted this big sign that says you belong here, yeah. which means that we've got a chair available for them in the auditorium. But the bigger question is, do we have a chair available for them in the lives of the people that are in there? Cause that's, mm-hmm. do you really belong so much that we're willing to open up the door and, and invite you in to our circles. And so, yeah, it's, it's not that the people who already have this, man, that's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's great. But what about those who don't? This, this initiative is really focused on those who don't. And are we going to you know, lock arms together and make sure that everyone does? Yeah. So I guess what I'm hearing is like, you know, if you're feeling like this is one more thing for you... Maybe it's not really meant for you. It's really looking at your heart and go, this is for others, Yeah, you know, and that kind of challenge. And when you frame it, frame it like that, where you're looking for those that don't get to experience what you experience on a weekly by weekly basis, it really changes your perspective of why I'm walking across the auditorium to have an awkward conversation. With somebody I don't know. Right. And, I've, and I've got plenty of friends. I don't need a new friend. Yeah. 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 And it's like my, my calendar's already full and everything like that. And it just changes my perspective. And it also challenges me to look in my heart of, you know, why am I not wanting to walk across, you know, and for that person that may be really going through a really tough season and everything, what, what is it about my heart that is causing that to be such a, such an obstacle? Mm -hmm. And everybody that's really connected and involved, there's a person Mm -hmm. early on in your journey. There's a person, there's somebody who was like, Hey, I'm going to open up the, you know, I'm going to make the chair available for you in my life for a minute. 
Yeah. I'm going to help you get connected. There was somebody and we just, usually we've forgotten it and haven't taken up the responsibility to be that person now. So I think it's a healthy challenge. I know it's a challenge, mm-hmm. Yeah. but it's, again, it's uh, the thing I'm more afraid of is that we, we just wouldn't take this seriously. And then we would fast forward five years and wouldn't have really, there would still be people that would come and leave and never be known, mm-hmm. which is breaking who we are at its very core. Sure. <laughs> you know? and this, sure. is, this is what Jesus called us to do. This is why we do this church thing. Yeah, definitely. So I got the email that I was in a growth group and then I noticed there are no designated leaders. There was no real instruction on this person is going to lead you through our next steps. Um, so the the specifics of what involvement looks like feels a bit vague. Mm-hmm. Um, what exactly do you expect from a growth group? Yeah, and and uh, all that's purposeful. <laughs> I, I, I hate to say Those that type A personalities just died. <laughs> all these, all these awkwardness, all, all the awkwardness of all this uh, is is purposeful. And I know I'm not comfortable, but mm-hmm. um, so so yeah, you, you know what happens. So church uh, life is a group project. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to do it as a group together. Yeah. we're trying to, you know, in school, if the teacher assigned a group project and then there was a designated leader then what did that person end up doing? They ended up feeling all the weight. Right. They ended up making the calls whether they wanted to or not. They felt the pressure and, you know, other folks kind of just sat back and watched, mm-hmm. watched that person do their thing. If the teacher didn't give a leader, then everybody's kind of looking at each other. Like, how, how are we mm-hmm. going to get this done as a team? And so these Grove groups, we really, our small groups have leaders that are designated and, but these Grove groups really feel like it's, hey, you, again, you, you bunch of adults and very socially capable. I mean, you, you do this, right. <laughs> you know, out, out there. Uh, let's, let's do this here. Like mm-hmm. um, make the effort towards one another and figure out what it looks like to, to know one another. Mm-hmm. It's been really fun to watch how that's happening, how, right. how different people are like, hey, let's, let's go grab lunch after church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Or some are like, Hey, we're going to rally around the connect desk and just like say hi and, and see each other's faces. Yeah. One, you know, they had dinner on Friday night. It's and everybody figuring out, okay, so what does it look like? Let's, mm-hmm. let's, let's us figure it out together. Yeah. And then as far as what that looks like, <laughs> what does it have to look like? The, the big thing I want to make sure that, that we answer with this podcast or mm-hmm. uh, is that it's, it's not as big as you think it is. Hmm. I, th- I think our natural tendency is to like, okay, so, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And so do we need to meet, you know, do we need to meet this often? Does it need to, I don't have room for, you know, and really, I'm not, I'm not joking. I mean, I really do mean like you just know them. Mm. And so what does it look like to, to know them? Right. I mean, in the first, at the first, maybe it's just, hey, and this has been happening a lot. I don't even have, a, I don't have a clue who this person is. So I'm going to have to Facebook stalk them and just get a face with a name. So on right. Sunday, I can begin to go, hey, and then on Sunday, hey, I, I don't know if you knew it, but we're in a Grove group together. Mm-hmm. My name's, you know, hey, what, what's your name? Hey, let's, hey, cool. Tell me a little bit, little bit about yourself. And maybe, maybe that from there is a, is a text here and there where you're just like, hey, you doing okay? Or mm-hmm. on Sundays, at least, right? You, you're making the effort to say, hey, how are things going? Maybe it does end up in a, a lunch after church on Sunday. Yeah. You know, maybe one day it turns into a small group. Mm. 
but yeah. it may not. Right. <laughs> right. Right. But it but at least we went from that person wasn't known mm-hmm. and in the relationship what didn't exist. So now you know that person and you've got some connection. We're in this group together mm-hmm. and we're trying to figure out what it looks like to know one another. I would hope that if something happened and in your group, somebody in your group's life, mm-hmm. that you would be connected enough, tethered together enough that you would know. But that would happen if, you know, on a Sunday you were frequently, you know, on most Sundays you were kind of, hey, is she here? Hey, how's it going? Everything okay with that thing that was happening in your world? Mm-hmm. And you're just... Mm-hmm. I mean, if people are, if you're there on Sunday, it gives another purpose for Sunday that's broader than just an event. Right. I'm going to touch bases with my people. So it really does. I mean, again, simple. That, that, that feels very underwhelming. Right. And it seems like, well, that's not a big deal. Right. It's not a, it's, it's not a big deal. And then at the same time, it's a massive deal. <laughs> um, right. But it's not intended to be more, there's not like these uh, secret things that we want to happen that... You know, you got to make it real complicated. Sure. If you start feeling that, come talk to me and I'll, I'll talk you off the cliff. Because <laughs> uh, it really is just base level knowing people. Yeah. And I think like for some groups, it can be that if they really are desiring for that like higher frequency, bigger, deeper involvement, it looks like that growth group really needed that. And, right. it, you know, but if you don't have the capacity and everything at the minimum, like you said, you can wave and say, hey, and see someone. And I know that seems very small, but I think about when you first start going to a church and you know no one in that lobby. Right. It's awkward. And you're like, well, I guess we just quickly go sit down and everything. But when you can and someone knows your name, they say, hey, I'm so glad you're here today. And not in just a greeter format, you know, but it it really does make it start to feel like, oh, I, I belong here. And that that's, right. that's impactful. And so... Yeah, I think I immediately, when I got the email, it was immediately, I was like, uh, now, is this gonna what, happen? <laughs> what are we going to do? Like, we have to fit this in. And then it's like, it's just so easy to overcomplicate something as simple as, could you say hello to them? Could you talk to these people? Could you introduce yourself? Because you were right. There's only one couple I didn't know in my group. But, you know, it's like, what about that one couple? Who do they know? You know, and everything. And why don't I know them? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't have to be. Super complex. Yeah. And I was just thinking about this too. I mean, it may, may even be that you meet them and you've got a friend that mm-hmm. you're like, oh man, like you guys would be best friends. Why, why don't I introduce the two of you? You know, it just starts to help everyone network and care for one another. Yeah. Yeah. So we've gotten this started. It's, it is going, it's going right now. Right. And so how is it going so far? How has the church responded? What stories have you seen? It's been really cool. It's been really cool. I One of the things I didn't know that was going to happen because I emailed everybody, I was on all the emails when oh. people responded. Push reply all. Uh, everybody, you know, and I was just there. And so I didn't know that was going to happen, but it's been really cool. Like, mm. oh, like people are, are running with it. And it's been cool to watch even even who, because there wasn't a designated designated leader, the the first one that would reach out and say, Hey, I, I don't know you guys, but I'd like to. And, mm-hmm. you know, what does it look like? And so I know that people are rallying on Sundays and trying to make connections. Um, I know that lunches and dinners and things like that are happening. Mm-hmm. I had a good, some, I've had several, but one uh, in particular, really good conversation with somebody who's been around for a while, mm. but really was feeling that they didn't know anyone. Mm, yeah. And I know the people that are in their group and it's like, oh man, like it's one of those that I'm like, man, they should know one another. Yeah. And so when I started describing the other people in their group, they, 
they had no idea who they were. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, we would like them. I'm like, I know. You guys <laughs> should totally hang out. Yeah. But it's amazing to me, you know, three, uh, three years in, mm-hmm. don't, don't really know anybody. Yeah. So, so it's been cool to watch. The folks that do have it, you know, a lot of these questions that we're dealing with, they've, they've been asking, so what does it look like though? Mm-hmm. Because I don't necessarily need this. But usually, you know, in, in five minutes of kind of explaining, mm-hmm. um, everybody's like, oh, okay, yeah. I, I want to be a part of that. And Absolutely. so it's been, it's been fun to watch. That's awesome. Well, cool. Well, I've got two questions to kind of wrap us up. For the person that has been in a Grove group, they got the email and it's been crickets. Right. What would be your challenge to them? Great question. Uh, yeah, I would say that um, somebody's going to have to be the one to take, mm. take the first initiative. And you might not want to be the one that does that. Right. But if this really is important, mm. it's worth it. And if it really is just, hey, you guys, could we like, I don't know you, even, even picking them off one at a time and being mm-hmm. like, Hey, I, I don't, I don't know you. And I would like to, mm-hmm. I'm going to be in the back of the church after the second service. Mm-hmm. Kind of look like this. I always, I'm always <laughs> like, I'm the bald guy in the back of the church. <laughs> just <laughs> you could come unless, you know, just meet one another, right. you know, just, just making some kind of step. I mean, I would love to see before, before Christmas comes and the new year hits that at least, you know, the people, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. when I say no, you've introduced yourself, you've had a, a an introduction. Yeah. But it is going to be, somebody's going to have to take the initiative and everybody's waiting. Mm-hmm. So why not you? It's got to be somebody. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. What about the person who didn't fill out the questionnaire? They just didn't know if they were wanted to give all their information, kind of hesitant. I don't know if I want to be a part of this. What would you challenge them? Go fill it out. Yeah. Go fill it out. <laughs> or come talk to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something else with all these. If if you've got a question about this or anything else, just just know that I want to talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am available to talk. And so don't be sitting with a question or a frustration or anything like that and feel like, well, but I don't want to I don't want to take that to Marky. I want you to t- I want you to talk about it. I really mean that. And so mm-hmm. if you need help uh, with it in some way, that's what I'm trying to do. But I don't know how to help if I don't know a problem exists or an issue mm-hmm. there. So. Right. I just need you to ask me yeah. um, and I'll, I'll help you. But, and if there's a reason why you don't want to fill out the questionnaire, but you do want to be connected, then that too, just come, come grab me or email me directly and be like, Hey, I'm sure. Can you help me? And I, I will. Yeah. Okay. I, I lied. I have one more question for the people that maybe their growth group is going awesome. And they're like, Hey, I want a little bit more challenge and I really want to be in a small group. Right. We've had that too. Yeah. What do they do? They come to me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And the reason for that, and maybe uh, not everyone knows this, but our small group structure is really like, all the small groups are really different. Yeah, they are. They're not all doing the same thing. Some of them are very highly challenge oriented and Bible Mm -hmm. study focused. Mm -hmm. Some are not so much. Right. You know, some are studying topics and seasons of life kinds of things. And other people are working inductively through uh, different books of the Bible and so some meet weekly, some meet mm-hmm. more sporadically, and right. they and they do hop around location. So it's not as easy as just handing you a list and saying, hey, yeah, pick one of those. Yeah, I've also seen that a little matchmaking is needed mm-hmm. because I know the group. And if I can understand you a little bit, then I can help it be a more successful match. Instead of you going some fa- someplace and finding out something I already would have known wasn't going to work well. And so, and, and what you, your needs are specifically. Mm-hmm. So... So yeah, just just ask me. 
and I can help, I can help connect you. Awesome. And then also, I really do, I believe that some of these Grove groups are going to be like, hey, why don't we start meetings? Why don't we get together every week? And 100%. We, you know, this is fun. And yeah. And we could even study the Bible and pray for one another, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to be like, all right, so that's a small group. <laughs> and that's great. That's great. 